funny parents. I'm Pat Shea. And I'm Mary Teresa Archibald. We never do it in that order. Really? I got totally thrown off just then. I didn't know that I always went first. Well, there you go. Well, it is a lady's first sort of thing. All right. Well, okay. One uh, or another. Hey! We are happy to be in your ears. Yes. That's also something you usually say. <laughs> We're mixing it up today because it's Halloween week. Oh, exactly. That must be it. That must be it. And we promised another episode this week because we did Funny Parents Live a couple of weeks ago. And one of the stories was very Halloween-y in nature. And we, we just had to get it forth in front of your ears uh, before the big day. And just a reminder, if you have not yet entered our giveaway, we're giving away our $50 gift card to johnscrazysocks.com. Excellent sock company that supports uh, hiring folks with disabilities. It's a wonderful organization. And we are giving away 50 bucks to those that join our mailing list. Yes. That you can find at funnyparentspodcast.com. So you go to funnyparentspodcast.com. I believe you hit contact and uh, sign up for the mailing list is right there. If you sign up for the mailing list, you're entered and we will be doing the drawing on Monday. Uh, so you could have, who knows, a whole foot apparel situation yes. sorted uh, by Thanksgiving. Yeah, so we will do the drawing on Monday and announce our winner. And this was in celebration of the fact that we have more than 100,000 downloads. Yes. So Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We can't thank you enough for listening. And, and if you ever shared it with a friend or sent an episode someplace, uh, wow, we really appreciate it. And uh, we're just, uh, we marvel at uh, everyone, everyone who listens. So thank you. Yes. And so today's bonus is episode today mm -hmm. is a storyteller you're familiar with. Kate Tellers was on uh, a couple months ago and she's back. We had her at our Funny Parents Live show. Kate Tellers is an extraordinary storyteller for The Moth. In fact, she is one of the writers of their upcoming book, The Art of Storytelling, mm -hmm. uh, which you can pre-order. And she's also been featured on McSweeney's and New Yorker. She's fantastic. And she tells a great story about growing up making her own costumes and then passing that tradition on to her son. So we are with everyone out there who is making costumes from scratch this year. Uh, I don't think we're doing it this year, well, but we not. have done it in the past. And uh, our hearts were with you. And this story is for you. Enjoy. I am uh, thrilled that I can be here because it's very busy in my house right now because it's Halloween season and um, we take Halloween very seriously at my house. Uh, my son for the second year in a row is going to be a robot that he has conceived entirely in his own mind. It is like his unique vision. It's not a robot that's ever existed on earth before. Uh, and my, uh, my son is, um, is someone who once he thinks something just like wills it into truth. Like, He's recently started showering uh, on his own by himself, and the other day he came out of the shower. He's six years old. He has a three-year-old sister. He swaggers out of the shower, and he says, Iris, it's important to look good and to smell good, and that's why I shampooed my penis. <laughs> so, like, he's, you know, he's confident. So anyway, so he has this robot, and he'll describe it, and we're not sure, and whatever, so he's 
we're doing drawing after drawing and you know I'm sort of like egging this on and putting this together because I grew up in a family that was also very obsessed with homemade Halloween costumes. Um, now I grew up in the 80s, I hope some of you guys did too. Yes. Um, and if you guys remember in the 80s uh, a lot of people did not make their own costumes. It was at the time where you could buy these sort of like plastic shirts that would have like a tableau on them yeah. and then one person from that tableau's head would be molded into plastic and you would wear that as a mask so it would be like the Muppets take Manhattan, a photo, and then it would be Miss Piggy's creepy head. Could get them. I was trying to remember where you could get them, and I don't know if anyone knows like Hills, you know, the old department stores, Woolworth. Anyway, my mother was like, We will never do this. My mother was very serious about the costumes, and this will become more abundantly clear throughout the story, but um, we did not watch TV. So I had no one to, to sort of like figure out, you know, who am I going to be? So when I was um, uh, young, six years old, uh, my mother's like, What do you want to be? And I was like, a witch like I truly don't know anything else to be and instead of just putting me in a black dress and a black pointy hat my mom went to Joanne Fabrics with me and picked this like gorgeous semi sheer fabric with silver shadow stripes and silver piping piping along the edge and made this costume and it was like it's like a Diane Furstenberg inspired <laughs> classic she was giving you cauldron realness she could work like it was this gorgeous costume that she spent hours and hours on but of course like I, wear, I put on the costume, I'm with my cousins, we step outside, the skies open up, there's a horrific downpour, no one trick-or-treats, the brand new fabric bleeds everywhere, and I ruin my Aunt Pat's couch. Like, that's the end of Halloween at age six. And as the years go on, my mother, you know, they're with the television office, like, trying to expose me to all of these, you know, powerful, amazing women. So we're talking about Eleanor Roosevelt and Mary Poppins and... I have to say that one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't lobby harder to have um, to convince my husband to name our daughter Louisa May Alcott. And I'm saying that to you as part of this story, but also that like if you're with me at my deathbed, it's probably what I'm going to be talking about. I feel that so strongly. So anyway, uh, so she's you know the years are going on. So I'm seven years old, and um, she's like, "What do you want to be?" Sorry. 10 years old, sorry, I'm getting my age screwed up, 10 years old. She's like, what do you want to be for Halloween? And I think about it and think about all of the lessons I've been learning about all these women, and I'm like, I want to be Harriet Beecher Stowe. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't remember who Harriet Beecher Stowe was, she's very important. She was an abolitionist in the 19th century. She's the person that Abraham Lincoln said, so you're the little woman that started this great big war. You know, she dedicated a big portion of her life to taking, to helping people who were enslaved get to the North, which was not racist, just like it's not now. So anyway, so this was a big part of her life. She wasn't like, again, no television, not tons of friends. If this isn't obvious, this is what I want to be. And putting the costume together was in some ways very, very simple. My mother was, this will come as no surprise, a rather progressive guidance counselor at the local community college. So she had basically all of the clothes that you need to be a 19th century abolitionist. <laughs> Just in her wardrobe. You know, she had like the long skirt, she had the blouse that buttons up to the neck, she had the lace-up shoes. I just stuffed some newspaper in the toe and, and put them on, and I was sort of set. But there's this image of Harriet Beecher Stowe, if you Google her, which I'm sure you already have already, but when you go back to Googling her. Uh, where she's wearing this bonnet, and so my mother, who of course wants to hand make something for my costume, was like, I will make you this bonnet, and she just commits, and it's got a big poof, and it's got this big brim, and the idea was that we were going to, uh, I was going to debut this costume the Wednesday before Halloween, 
at my youth group. I was gonna, that was gonna be our coming out. We're so excited for this. So, so it's the Tuesday night before, and um, in the picture, I think I'm conflating two, honestly, I Googled this last night, I think I'm conflating two pictures. Sometimes she's in a rocking chair, or maybe I think she's in a rocking chair, and in the bonnet picture, it's like so old that it's all faded away. It's just her face with the bonnet. But anyway, um, so I'm like, Mom, I need to do like a classic, I want to fully commit to being Herod Beecher Stowe. You need to basically make a derogatype from out of film. So I sit down in the rocking chair, and my sister, who's five years younger than me, gets jealous that I'm already in my Halloween costume and puts on her costume, which is she's going to be a white, long-haired cat. And she's like, I want to be in that. And she like stands next to me, and I'm like, no, what? This is not a Halloween photo. This is a classic historical portrait. And they get in this big fight. And ultimately, the only way that my mother can quell us, because of course, like this is not what she's, she's like a working woman. It's like, I just want to go to bed. Should we just like, make my sister set, sit at my feet? And my mother's like, it's very likely Harriet Beecher Stowe had a cat. <laughs> and so I'm like really, you know, in the old timey photos, every, no one smiles because they take so long to expose. So I'm like, well, my sister is like, that might be. So uh, the day arrives. And uh, I'm excited. I'm, you know, my mother drops me off. The youth group is in the basement of a church, not because we're religious, but because my mother liked free aftercare. And we, I go down the steps. I have this big bonnet on, so my vision is like very narrow, you know. So um, I go down the steps and I'm ba 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 ba, and I look and I'm like, huh, doesn't look like Reginald wore a costume today. It's kind of weird. And then I'm like sort of scanning the room like a little telescope like this, and I'm like. Did everyone just dress like people who shop at units? Um, because that's for everyone that grew up in the 80s in the summer. Uh, because it became clear to me very quickly that this was not costume day at all. And I dressed like a 19th century abolitionist to all of my friends who were there to play ping pong. So uh, I was pretty furious, and um, you know, I sort of like rip off my bonnet and pretend like I just wanted to wear this button-up shirt and the long skirt and boots <laughs> that were too big, kind of like flippers. And my mother picks me up uh, afterwards, and I take the bonnet and I throw it in the back, and I'm so frustrated. But like this was what always happened. I mean, we had the witch, we had this. Uh, a few years later, we got a new refrigerator. Um, I was. 14, we got a new refrigerator and my mother was like, oh, perfect materials. And she decided to make this huge red and white striped box so that we could be a box of popcorn. And she wore it to a party and then I was gonna wear it. And it was just a huge box. She glued popcorn to the top, cut out a face hole, cut out an arm hole. And she went to a party and she was, of course, a hit. And then I wore it, both of us forgetting that I'm several feet shorter than her. So the <laughs> box ended at like my ankles, so I start trick-or-treating and I'm like going like this trying to trying to like be cool and keep up with my 14 year old friends and I'm like getting more and more frustrated and finally I just threw the box off and was you know a 14 year old with budding breasts who never thought a boy would kiss her uh, for the rest <laughs> of the time so anyway uh, but this was the way my mother I mean this was like beyond Halloween I would have graduation parties and my mother would want to throw a picnic and she would work on it so hard that by the time the actual picnic came it would be delicious but she would sort of be in hiding because she had hives from all the stress she would put herself through uh, but I still remember they were amazing parties they were awesome um, so here I am now uh, with my son we're doing drawing after drawing we spent um, like 30 minutes in Michael's. Remember, this is a global pan pandemic. We're in a store um, debating which 
hue of metallic spray paint we wanted to spray the cardboard with, even though I fully well know that the cardboard is probably going to suck it all in and it's not going to be metallic at all. And I'm like, whenever I walk past a hardware store, I duck in to see if there's tubing because maybe I can surprise him with arms. Like, I'm fully committed. But it's not about the robot. Like, fuck the robot. <laughs> I just want him to remember the robot. Aww. Thank you. I always want to do this as a story, um, as a full story for this show. I will just say there was a year we made a Thomas the Tank Engine costume uh, out of cardboard boxes and a huge cylinder uh, that originally contained peanut butter filled pretzels that I bought expressly for the purchase uh, for the purpose. No one in the family eats peanut butter filled pretzels. Nope. I ended up eating a whole Costco sized tub of them uh, to build a Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> to have a boiler for a Thomas the Tank Engine costume. But uh, as well, we also used boxes and contact paper so that Pat and I were his coaches, Annie and Clarabelle. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was super pregnant, I was also Sir Topham Hat. Yes. And then the next year, the baby was Sir yes, Topham then, Hat. Then the little guy was Sir Topham when he was 10 months old. Yeah. Uh, so we recycled that costume for many years. Yep. And now I happily buy a costume. <laughs> Because, Lord, I learned my lesson. Yes. We built some memories. But if you made your costume this year, please go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash funnyparents, and share your work. We will applaud you. We know how hard it yes. is to make those costumes. Share it there. You will get a ton of love from us because you did it. Exactly. You did a DIY costume. Yeah, we'll put a post. And you can. Uh, you don't have to share photos. You can uh, give a description. Um, and, uh, and we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>